At the very beginning of Luke's Gospel, just before this morning's reading, we encounter not Mary, but the woman to whom reference is made at the very start of today's reading, Mary's relative, Elizabeth. And we also meet Elizabeth's husband, Zachariah. The pair of them foretold to be the parents of the one who was to prepare the way for the Messiah, for Jesus, John the Baptist. We're told by Luke that both Zachariah and Elizabeth were righteous in the sight of God. Indeed, Zachariah serves in the temple in Jerusalem, but they are also both very old. And we are told also by Luke, childless. In an echo of Gabriel's foretelling of Jesus' birth to Mary that we hear in our passage, an angel appears to Zachariah as well, whilst he's actually in the temple, to tell him too that he and Elizabeth will have a son. The initial words of the angel to Zachariah are almost identical to those spoken to Mary. Both are told, do not be afraid. And not surprisingly, both Zachariah and Mary are both taken aback, despite the angelic words attempting to calm them. Entirely understandable, I think. In each case, they are given reassurance. Mary, we read, is told, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. And Zachariah receives the message, Do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. I wonder how we might react if we were going about our daily business, walking the dog, pottering in the garden, doing the washing up, um, even in a parallel of Zachariah perhaps, praying quietly in church. And then an angel turns up before us with a message from God. I don't think it will be at all unreasonable of us to be startled in the way that both Mary and Zachariah are. But this initial reaction is the very point from which their responses diverge. To be honest, I always feel a bit sorry for Zachariah. His response on the face of it doesn't seem to be that different from that of Mary. He turns to the angel and asks, how can I be sure of this? Sure of what um, the angel has told to him, that he will be a father. I am an old man, he continues, and my wife is well on in years. It seems fair enough that after many years of trying for a baby but without success, Zachariah uh, is inclined to be a bit sceptical. Mary definitely has time on her side in this regard. She's after all only a young girl. Her questioning back to Gabriel seems equally valid. How will this be, since I am a virgin? But look again carefully at their words. Zechariah starts from the point of view of himself. How can I be sure of this, he says. It's almost as if he is judge and jury. Even though we know he and Elizabeth are devout, it's as if God has to do the proving to Zechariah that what the angel has just said will come to pass. But Mary, on the other hand, doesn't make the same demand. 
She too is a bit sceptical, but there's a different quality to her words. How will this be? She asks Gabriel. Mary isn't somehow demanding of God that he has to prove to her that he can do this. It is nonetheless a mystery to her how it will come about that she will give birth to a son. But it's a doubt, her words show, that grows out of what we might describe as a humble wonder. It stares upwards with awe and it says, I don't understand God. Help me to see, Lord, how this can be true. Because whilst I, Mary, have doubts, I know that it is within your power to make this thing that is humanly impossible come to pass. Maybe there could be something of the naivety of youth versus the cynicism of old age in these two different responses, in not dissimilar circumstances. But this isn't enough to account for the different responses and the initially different outcomes. Zachariah famously was struck dumb by God until after, Zach- until after Elizabeth gives birth to their son, John. Whereas Gabriel replies to Mary, no word from God will ever fail. Eliciting the reply from her, I am the Lord's servant. May your words to me be fulfilled. Mary's doubts are what we might call honest doubts. They aren't born of disappointment or cynicism, but from a position of humility. She's open to the humanly incredible possibilities that only God can bring into being, and so invites the Lord to do his will in her life, with, of course, the most extraordinary result imaginable. It's hard in our world at this time not to be cynical. I was reading an article on the BBC website yesterday that told of the almost surreal conditions in Bethlehem, of all places, right now. With the West Bank almost completely cut off from the outside world, all of the tens of thousands of Palestinian Christians and tourist pilgrims who normally throng Manger Square tonight will be no more than a handful of frightened locals. In all of the death and destruction that's being wrought in Gaza, in the continuing agonies of the hostages, how can we humanly see a way to stop the carnage, let alone a way to build a lasting peace, with political and economic security for all parties, with health and well-being, not the horrors that are there right now. The same for Ukraine, for Sudan, for Myanmar, for so many other parts of the world where conflict rages. And yet the message of the Christ child come to earth that first Christmas, the message of Gabriel to Mary, is one of hope beyond hope. Do not be afraid. I, your God, am with you. And extraordinarily too, no word from God will ever fail. 
or as some other translations have it, nothing is impossible with God. At this time, take comfort and hope for our world and in your lives from these words. Take comfort above all that no word from God will ever fail, was fulfilled for us on the cross by Jesus, dying the most dreadful death, but doing so for us that he might rise in glory and that we might do so with him too. And that against the resurrection power living in us, in the words of Jesus himself, the gates of hell shall not prevail. And ask too that if you, like Mary, were to say to the Lord, May your word to me be fulfilled, what that might look like for you. How might you and I, declaring ourselves to be in Mary's words, the Lord's servant, how might we be used for his incredible purposes, beyond all our human possibilities? What an adventure this Christmas and beyond might that be. In Jesus' name. Amen.